We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. Australia's deployed more than 250 Army and Air Force personnel to Kabul to join coalition forces as the Taliban block routes to Afghanistan's US-controlled international airport. Defence say the Australian rescue mission includes two companies that departed yesterday to evacuate an estimated 130 Australians still in the highly volatile and dangerous country. Prime Minister Scott Morrison says he's devastated by the scenes at Kabul and joins other coalition leaders in urging the Taliban to show restraint. United Nations Secretary-General Antonio Guterres has said that he's particularly concerned about the future of women and girls. And to read more, you can with a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at your app store. Premier Gladys Berejiklian has backed away from her commitment to loosen restrictions once New South Wales reaches 80% double vaccination coverage. Now lockdowns will remain in place until case numbers dramatically decline. And Ms Berejiklian says some limits on freedom would be in place as long as Delta's around. The difference in tone comes as New South Wales breaks another pandemic record with 478 COVID cases and eight deaths recorded yesterday. Ms Berejiklian acknowledged that the Doherty Institute report, which models vaccination thresholds for when lockdowns can end, was based on jurisdictions recording tens of cases each day, not hundreds. We'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. To sport, Cronulla officials are concerned front-rower Andrew Fafita may become the second Sharks player lost from a serious throat injury this season. The veteran front-rower remains in an induced coma in Royal Brisbane Hospital. After a heavy knock against the Knights on Sunday, he's facing career-threatening surgery today on his larynx. In a trial game earlier this year, Sharks playmaker Jack A. Williams suffered an identical injury and he has not played since. Meanwhile, clubs are worried about an NRL repatriation plan, which will involve players moving out of Queensland just two full days after their final match this season to return to COVID-infected New South Wales. The decision to rush players home, according to clubs, is based on the NRL's desire to end the expensive South Queensland hubs for players and families, which cost around $12 to $15 million a month. Club bosses have even spoken among themselves about asking the NRL to keep players in Queensland and splitting the accommodation and living costs. That's your headlines. For breaking news and updates throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au and we'll have another update for you tomorrow. Australian history is full of colourful but forgotten characters, from alleyway gangsters to Cold War spies and eccentric entrepreneurs. There are hundreds of incredible stories of adventurous Aussies that never make it into our history books. Each week I talk to some of the country's greatest history authors, sleuths and yarn spinners to uncover the untold stories of some of our most interesting and offbeat ancestors. The show in black and white can be found wherever you get your podcasts.